And I am hosting this podcast for the very last time. So everybody give me a round of applause at home. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. This is good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Dad's screaming. He's so excited to take over. (laughs) Um, It has been a long ride. I started this second semester of sophomore year, and it is now um, almost the first semester of my freshman year at college. Kind of wild and exciting, and I've only done 25 episodes. Oh, wow. Um, so One every three months. When I, <laughs> I, got, I get into kicks where I'm really productive, and then I remember that I'm required elsewhere as well. Maybe our next podcast host will not have any life outside of NYT Antics. They'll be required to do one Content, week. content, content, yeah. content. We'll push them. Yeah. They'll actually, they actually won't be allowed to do shows even. Yeah. Because they'll be too busy podcasting. Exactly. I like that. Okay, so if that sounds appealing to you, feel free. <laughs> no. Um, think about it. Think about, think about it. it. Maybe consider it. So we're thinking about who to bring in. We're, we're brainstorming, and by we're, I mean I give suggestions, and Dad says, no, I'm picking. And then I yeah. say, oh, man. Yeah, and then true. I continue packing up my room for college. So, so anyway, sad. why are people tuning in right now? What's we're going to talk on? about so many things today. The first thing we're going to talk about is a fun trip that me and my dad took together. Yes. Um, it has to do with MIT, I promise. So we went up to Chicago, Midwest, Wisconsin area, and we started off by getting to see Grimm up there. Dad, tell us about Grimm. Yes, we got to see the production by the authors. Adam and Courtney Walsh put on their own full-scale production at a full packed theater yeah. in Rockford yeah. at Rockford College and um, they had adults performing as well as teenagers and mm-hmm. students it was a um, double cast show so there was a complete cast each weekend of the show we got to go Friday night of the second weekend and see the second cast and they were phenomenal so good I remember um, some of my favorites were the big bad wolf he was really really good um, the guy who played Prince Charming reminded me a lot of Marshall um, and he was super funny so that was cool um, and the show itself was really good there were actually quite a few things that were different they had um, a lot more dance breaks mm-hmm. integrated dance in. breaks. there were lots of dance breaks in the music that were fun to watch and yeah. took me by surprise because I thought I knew the show perfectly. It was cool to see it with full scenery. They had full scenery on stage. We were limited, so it was cool to see it with full full Rapunzel Tower and full... There's a lot of stuff that they did that they did um, like a little bit differently or like little things that they changed. Um, yeah. But it was still uh, obviously a very, very good show. Um, so it was fun to get to see that. And then we, on Saturday, rode up to Wisconsin, Racine, Wisconsin. Dad, why why did we go to Racine, Wisconsin? So there's a group that's starting a brand new NYT in Racine. They're starting this in a community that does not have anything for youth. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a really much needed program. Uh, in that area and so we got to see their kickoff event they had um, a two-hour workshop then a four-hour workshop (laughs) then a four-hour workshop all in one day they had 30 students attend it was really well attended well received the staff there is really like uh, excited about this they're they love the lord they love theater they love kids Mm -hmm. Um, and i think they're off to a really really great start yeah, I mean, they only advertised for about two weeks, and they had 30 kids show up for the workshop, and it was, yeah. and the kids were all, like, excited and ready to be there. From what I saw, which I only saw the middle workshop, but all the kids that were there um, were very fully capable, and yeah. um, I, we saw, like, the 8 to 14, or 8 to 13-year-olds, yeah. um, and they did a really awesome job, and so it was just really cool to get to see NYT, too. Yeah, it's there. exciting, because when we started NYT, 
National Youth Theater, people are like, well, why are you calling it National Youth Theater? It's only in one location. <laughs> and, you know, of course, mm. it's a good question, except that I always pictured this as being a national program. I pictured it as being a national ministry. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of nice for it to already, to finally be in a position where we actually have more than one program in different states. And mm-hmm. I think the roadmap that's been created, the um, kind of the resources we can provide and... Um, direction of the ministry is pretty solid now i'm really excited about yeah. what we can offer and all the different partnerships we can have and collaborations we can have with other future planters of nyt including maybe jillian no maybe in michigan no maybe who knows <laughs> maybe too we soon don't know. to say too soon yeah, to say I, yeah right now i'm thinking about college but yeah. we'll see what happens in the future um or maybe maybe if luke holland if you're listening to this we're talking to you that would, be, that would be in a long time. That would be in a good... Sure, you never know. Anyone out there listening know. right now, it could absolutely be you. I just could call random names if I want. Yeah, go <laughs> I ahead and lots, do it. Give a couple names. Lots of names. Give a couple of names. Of eight-year-olds from Annie. Do they have to be just... eight-year-olds? Can they be 16-year-olds? <laughs> I mean, I don't really know any 16-year-olds. I only know Annie kids. Oh. I've only well, been in one weird. show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we did res- we did the kickoff meeting there. That's going. It's off to a really great start. That's Super a solid, awesome. solid leadership team up there. Amen. We got C. Grimm. Um and what else are we going to talk about? Um, well, NYT2 was an important one that I wanted to catch on because I know a lot of people were interested in how that went. And it's off to a very good start. And as things continue to unfold, um, hopefully the next host will be talking about that as well. Um, if you want to follow them on Instagram, they're NYT Wisconsin. That's their handle um, to keep up with what they're doing. Because I think they have an improv workshop coming up. And then they're doing a summer camp that <coughs> I wrote. So that's pretty exciting. Disney on Broadway. Disney on Broadway. Yeah, they're using Disney on Broadway theme. And they're doing a clever thing. They're doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday camp. So that instead of five-day camp, they're doing a three-day camp so that they can still have their day jobs mm-hmm. and only have to take off two days off of work. Smart Which I humans. think is super clever. So good. And then they can perform on Saturday night for parents who can all be there. Yay! Yeah, so. so that's super, super exciting. Um, one other thing we want to talk about with NYT Houston is NYT studio classes that are coming. Do you want to talk to us about what studio classes mean and what that means for, like, what's different? What's different yeah, okay. Classes? So normally in a regular session, we have two-hour classes that kids take dance, music, or acting, theater. Uh, And then, so what we've done is we've restructured this around primarily dance training because I think that's the thing that's most needed in our our group of students is um, stronger dance training and more opportunities to train. And so we restructured it. Instead of two-hour classes, they're one-hour classes. Mm -hmm. Instead of paying a flat fee for the whole semester, you pay monthly. So that helps. It's a little bit easier to break up your payments. Mm -hmm. And then if they want to take more than one class, they can. Um, it's really more concentrated by ages. Uh, we've got jazz class. We've got tap class. We've got ballet. Partner dancing. Partner dancing, which is full. Um, <laughs> and then we have two improv classes. So Who's young, teaching them? I'm teaching the improv class, which go. I'm really excited about. We've got a lot of students in the younger class. And then the second class, the older class, that one's filling up slowly. But I think now that the partner class is closed, I think we're going to get more kids to sign up. Yeah. But um, what's I can tell you from personal experience, I've taken two Papa Improv classes, and they were both really fun. Um, did I take three? No, one was at just least an two. Class. At least I took two. two. Well, you um, also took a comedy, like a comedy class. Oh, a sketch comedy class. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, and so the first improv class I ever did was the first thing I ever did with NYT. Um, I was like 11 and I was definitely bad at improv for sure. Um, so props to you for being able to sit through bad improv. And then 
I when I was older, I was thinking I was like 15, 16. It must have been yeah. 16, actually. Um, I took another improv class, and I learned lots. So yeah. if you guys improv are is, Improv is a building block. So just like the dance classes are a building block, taking jazz, ballet, tap, those are building blocks you've got to get under your belt as a performer. But improv is equally important that way. I think um, when a lot of people hear improv, they immediately are like, oh, I don't want to do it. Comedy improv, I'm not funny. Yeah, I, um, I, I don't know how to do it improv off. means. Exactly. It's not like, oh, unless you're good at it, you shouldn't take it. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of like, unless you're good at ballet, you shouldn't take ballet. Garbage. You, you learn no. how to become a better actor through taking improv. The games yeah. that you, the improv games are building blocks to becoming a better actor. They get you kind of out of your head more. They get you to be a little more instinctual. Um, off and it the takes cuff. the pressure off of it takes the pressure off of performing because if something goes wrong, which usually it does, yeah. um, you know that you have the skills to be able to work through it and be like, okay, well, if I don't remember any of the lines right now, I have to make something up. Yeah. I have to figure out what makes sense. Um, and we so- had we had a strong improv focus our first couple years of NYT, and a lot of those performers just you could see the growth in them just mm-hmm. because they learned to they learned to do better at callbacks and to be stronger at callbacks. They learned how to take a character and run with it and not you know, second guess himself constantly. And it's, I, I highly recommend taking it. Not, not because I'm the teacher, just because I think it's an important skill. Yeah. So those are the studio classes we're doing. And that's a new thing we're y'all are doing. We and also, we also have a younger class. I think I want to say there's a younger than we've normally offered. So check it out. Um, the other good news is four? that we have, four year olds? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's for younger. Um, and I also want to give a shout out to the other teachers. We have a new teacher coming in. Um, the name escapes me. I think her name is Sarah. Mm-hmm. And then um, also Carla Prescott. Woo-hoo! She's the leader of the studio. She's the, le- the lead curriculum developer. She's the lead dance instructor. Nice. And then Jalen Richards is our other instructor. Awesome. So we have a really awesome team of instructors. And we already have over 100, I think it's 105 enrollments already, <laughs> which is phenomenal. It's wild. Um, it's like 75 students, unique students taking the classes. Mm-hmm. And then out of that, um, 105 different enrollments. Nice. So we've we've got so a really multiple classes. yeah multiple classes from some. So we've got a really strong response. It's way better than we thought we were going to do, and that's so awesome. it's been really encouraging. Yay. And that's on Tuesday nights, starting on August. I want to say August 18th, August 17th. 17th. Yeah, is our first night. I believe there's going to be a preview, so you can come check out the studio even if you're not enrolled. So check out for information on on social media and online for that. Um, but we'd love to c- have you come join the studio this fall. Yes, please. And if you want to work on those skills, that NYT is the place to build. Yes. Place to build. A place to build. A place building. That mm. Just mm, with a heart next to it, building. No, that's bad. It does, it's not, people don't like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keep well, working on it. Uh, I'll, I'll be brainstorming. A place to build. I'll have so much time to brainstorm. <laughs> and so speaking of Jalen Richards, I, that's the only segue I can really think of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we did lots of day camps this summer and Jalen Richards was one of the people who helped with that. So that's the reason the segue makes sense. Um, we did, I personally did five camps. Um, there were seven. Um, one of them I couldn't do because it was at the same time as another. And one I couldn't do because I was in West Side Story, which we will also talk about later. But for now, I want to talk about day camps because um, I did five weeks of it. I saw wow. so much camp. Oh, my goodness. And you'd think I'd already be sick of it because I like wrote the script and picked the songs and stuff. You'd be right. I was walking in first week. And then they taught me how to love it again. Aww. All the stories you came home with each day were so hilarious. I have so I will share a few now. How many can I share? I'm actually going to start with one about Don't your dear. Don't name any names. No, though, your almost. dear son, Luke Holland. 
<laughs> no names. Lou Holland. Lou Holland. Um, this is one of my very favorite stories, and it was the third day that I had ever worked a camp. Um, Mr. Horn, <laughs> Mr. Horn, was doing a devotional because the way the camps went in the morning, we would do a little worship time with um, some like sing-along verse songs and then we would do a little devotional based off of the verses that were pre-picked um for the week and um the verse that we were talking about was the one that says for i'm not ashamed of the gospel um and mr horn just trying to get the little ones to engage um and to like think about what he was saying because some of those junior campers are not quite cognizant yet um and he asked he said what does the word ashamed mean and some kids were raising their hands and they were like scared, embarrassed, bad, like just like basic synonyms and stuff. And then um, Luke Holland raises his hand and says, ashamed. And he just <laughs> said it. And David Horn goes, yes, the word itself. <laughs> and just like it means. encouraged in there. <laughs> I was like, he handled that so much better than I would have. I went like, what? Were you listening to anything I just said? <laughs> And he said it like he had really done something, so I appreciated that little moment. And one of your nicknames this summer was pretty good. Oh, I actually had a lot of really good nicknames. Um, my first week, I didn't have a nickname because I was a choreographer, and so they didn't even know my name at all. And then the second week, I went to camp, and we were doing nicknames, and um, Destiny gets her nickname, and it is Lucia Carlette. I have no idea where that came from. We gave them like three fun facts to choose from to pick a nickname, and they were like, yeah, that's a good one. And I was like, okay. And then my three fun facts were like, I'm the oldest sister, my favorite animal is a pig, and my favorite food is macaroni and cheese. And they called me Pigaroni all week. I was Pigaroni for the whole week. And it and they didn't like laugh when they said it. They would come to me like, Miss Pigaroni. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And then the following week, well, not the following week, but th- oh, yes. The following week, this is a fun story. Um, I gave them three fun facts about me. Number one, if I was an animal, I'd be a chipmunk. Number two, I'm the biggest sister in my family, but I didn't say biggest. I, I have to use that word in order for the next part to make sense. Um, but I said I was the oldest sister. And then I said, I don't like doing sports. Like, there's no sports I do. I only do theater. And a little girl raises her hand all excited and says, Chubby Biggie Sport Haiti. And I chubby said, Chubby Biggie Sport chubby Haiti. Chubby Biggie Sport Haiti. And I said, <gasps> and I like gasped openly. And then Ashley Pollock was my helper. And she's like, oh my goodness. And I was <laughs> And, and then they all voted on it. They were all like, Chubby Vicky Sport Hades is the one. I was like, Mm-mm. I don't I don't remember what they called me. It was like, I think it was like swimming chipmunk or something. Mm-hmm. It was something that made no sense. But um, they came up with something. But that was their, their choice for that one. And then I did Westside for two weeks. And then the week after that, I jumped right into Cypress Day. No, Katie Day Camp an hour and like 10 minutes away from my house. And I show up. And, the th- and like the second day, Leah Lackney, um, she was my helper. She comes up to me and she's like, I don't think the kids know your name. And I was like, what? Why don't they know my name? I have a name tag. And then she's like, they just called you the other teacher. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm looking at this group of kids and they're coloring. And I'm like, hey, guys, what's my name? And one little girl turns around, like, head over the shoulder and just looks at me and goes, Toden? (laughs) And I was like, huh? Toden? (laughs) She's like, Toden. And I was like, no, it's not Toden. And Leah Lackney was like, yep, that's it. Toden. She is Toden. And so for the whole week, they called me Toden. And then the following week, Joshua and Le- Leah were still at camp. They did another week after that. And they told everyone before I could even tell people my name that my name was Toden. <laughs> and they called me Toden. I, like, I was like, geez. Um, but I was Toden for two weeks. I don't even know where they got Toden. I guess it kind of Jillian, Toden. Yeah, that makes I, sense. I, I, see the, I see the connection there. Yeah. Um, I had my favorite week of camp was definitely, um, well, not my favorite, but 
the wildest week of camp was at Wildwood um, because I had 16, 17 junior campers um, and they were, they were loved. They were so talented. They did a great job. Um, and having a bigger group actually makes it a lot easier because like if one kid doesn't want to engage, whatever, you put them in the back and the rest of them will do it for them. Um, and at this camp, uh, I knew it was going to be crazy when the first day when my kid shows up without shoes and then asks the entire room of kids if they are orphans, if anyone's an orphan in the room. And I was like, oh, wow, what a week this is going to be instantly right off the bat. Um, fast forward like literally an hour to snack time and a little girl is eating <laughs> just in a plastic Ziploc bag, which is this is what I did as well. So like no shame. I totally did this. Um, just bat like a stack of salami in like the <laughs> greasiest Ziploc bag. And she takes out a little piece of salami and comes up to me and goes, meat. And just puts it in my face. And I was like, what is your name? <laughs> I was like, I don't know you yet. And then there's also, fast forward to the end of the day, that same day of rehearsal, a little um, a little boy, we were doing this song. And it goes, and the, the lyrics are, get those guitars screaming. And every time that played on the track, he would just like put both arms out in like flying squirrel position and just scream at the top of his lungs as if that was like a prompt like get yeah. those guitars screaming go ahead and do it <laughs> and i was always like and i i would look at destiny and i'd be like should, like i would like narrow my eyes and like in a way of saying like should i do something about this and i, I think we just both decided to ignore it and act like it wasn't there and it, it went away eventually like we were safe <laughs> the last one is the prayer Oh, yes. That's um, a pretty good one. David Horn um, always asks students to lead prayer at the end of the day. Um, he asked a little boy to lead prayer, and I think he got a little nervous. Cause so he started the prayer by saying, Dear the Lord. And then he ended it by saying, <clears throat> And all of Jesus' men said, Amen. Yep. And I was like, Oh, yes, yes, yes. He's got the correct theology. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Actually, the the camp we just did last week, there's a little kid. I I I didn't know we were doing a change drive. We did like the church does like a change drive for like orphans somewhere. Mm. Um and I wa and I had like left to go to the bathroom and I came back into the room and they were praying and I was like, "Oh, I like close the door." And the only thing I heard him say, mind you, I had no idea about this change drive was I pray that the orphans get everything they wish. And I uh, couldn't handle it. So I had to leave the room immediately. <laughs> because I, It's a very sweet thing to pray for, but it is so funny to just yeah. randomly come up with for no reason. This was and a then, fun year. Like every time I went to showcase, I just noticed like the kids were having such a good were, time. Oh, they're so fun. But they also, you could tell they all felt so loved and, yeah. you know, like cherished and encouraged. Yeah. And like all the staff we had this year were just so like, like, high energy loving kind it helps talented. that we had fun kids too like yeah. when you have when you have kids who don't really want to be there it's kind of like oh yeah you have to make them want to be, be there. there but all the kids wanted to be there well i guess i can only really speak for my six and seven year olds because those are the only ones i really spent time with but they were all they were all great and six and seven year olds i'm going to tell you a fun little story about six and seven year olds and then we'll move on to west side um the six and seven year olds are fully capable like of doing anything that you give them they it might take a little longer for them to catch on, but they can totally do it easily. And so when I showed up to junior campers, when I started when I started helping with junior campers, um, when I was like 13, 14, they were doing this like nursery rhyme type song. I think it's because they also had five-year-olds back then. Um, but they were doing like this. It was like three little fishes in nitty bitty pool. If you guys remember that one, mm -hmm. shout out to back then. And I remember I was sitting there like watching the kids when I was little or when I was like 12 or 13 thinking they can, they can do a lot more than this. I'm pretty sure. And so then when I started like, um, writing the camp curriculum, I slowly, but surely for sure, um, was like testing the waters of what the kids could do. Like, can they do three songs? Can they do a song with the big kids? Like how many lines can I get these kids and can they have big words in them? Um, cause when little kids say big words, it is so cute. Um, every single time. 
unbelievable was my favorite line this time because it's a hard word to say I guess um and so the kids are super super capable and so every time the kids would start to like doze off a little bit or like I like we would get like five minutes into the rehearsal and they were so done they're like we can't do it anymore I was like I need you to learn this dance you don't get to not um I would sit them down and be like okay guys I'm gonna tell you a secret and I would tell them about the three little fishies song and I would say if you guys don't think you can do this one just tell me and we'll do three little fishies instead and every time the response was no no and then if they would do it like later on in the week they'd be like can we go to lunch again i'd be like well would you rather do three little fishies and they'd be like no no no, we'll do it again three thousand more times and so you know the little ones are very very capable um past all of that stuff and so it was fun to get to work with them yeah it was good congratulations on finishing the summer yeah. Is great? I'm alive. To all the staff out there that helped out with camps. I know Christy Lackney. Big shout not, out. Cross, not Christy Lackney. Christy Vaughn did also did five weeks. Five whole weeks. Yeah, we had coordinators that did quite a few. Crazy. Awesome coordinators out there. Jessica Angel, Christy, yeah. all my, Vanessa. All, all my the helpers were awesome coordinators. the best. Leah Lackney and Ashley Pollock and Destiny Ackley, all the best. Jalen did several. Yep, David Horn did awesome. several. Yep. John David, he was Savannah there Alexander, did you already say that one? Yeah. Yeah, so she was Alexander awesome. was there. We had um, awesome, awesome staff this year. Yeah, super great group. Um, and I'm sure a lot of kids were very touched by it and got to learn a lot of stuff and got to laugh and do lots of We did our own sound, stuff. too. Josh Lackey No, Joshua Lackey killed it in job. that respect. It was excellent. And I got to eat donuts every Monday. So Donut Mondays. Yeah, if, if, that's, what ta- if that's what gets it for you, we get donuts on Monday and coffee on Friday, and sometimes we get paid. Woohoo! <laughs> you always get paid. I, yeah. I don't think that you never get yeah, paid. Yeah. But, all right, so West Side Story, you guys want to take a break for that? Yeah, let's do a little break, and then we'll bring in around. our guests. We- <laughs> Ryan, it's okay. Ryan. No, Ryan. Ryan, it's okay. Yo, Ryan, hey, I think you pressed play. Ryan, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, it's okay. Hey, give the mic back. No, oh. hey, it's okay, hey. Is it okay? It is okay. This is indeed my last segment with guests, though. <laughs> I know, I know. I know, I'm so sorry. It's good. Hey, Jack, take the mic from him. Jack, take the mic from him. Wow, who, who's the actress in the room? Because certainly not me. Wow. Actress. <laughs> He's doing a little segue for me. It was, it was a gift. Uh, moving. She didn't like it. Oh, Miss Holland did not approve of our segue, but I liked it. Um, it's okay. I liked your acting <laughs> career. Go ahead and check him out on all of his... Amazon modeling and it's <laughs> 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 good okay <laughs> anyway anyway we'll talk on that later um, <laughs> I need to introduce you guys um, so can everybody go down the line and please say your name and your affiliation with me hi <laughs> <laughs> oh nice Strong start. Hi, my name is Jack, um, and I have known Jillian for years now. For years. For years. Did we meet in an improv class? We did, as a okay. matter of fact. And then Savannah Bean thought I was Justin's son. Mm. Josh, <laughs> would you like to go? Yes, I, w- I, I am Josh Reed, and mm. I have I've been um, affiliated with the parks of Jillian for... Quite some time too, but mm. not quite as long. Not maybe. Qu- which show did I meet you in? Let's see. I did. Um, was it Music Man? I, I was not in. Music you were not in Music Man. Was it Joseph? So it, yes, it would have been Joseph. Joseph, it is. You. I'm Emma Romero, and Jillian Parks and I had a 
our first conversation the night of graduation mm-hmm. we went to the same school mind we you. went to the same school all four years however never spoke to each other once and then and we graduated now, and now we're friends for the Westie. life first uh-huh. Go ahead. God, won't he do it? I am Ginger Hardwick, and I met Jillian Parks when we were in a production of Catch Me If You Can Whack. together at College Park High School. Yeah, I had the longest shorts on stage. Yep, Baruni, <laughs> you did. No, good times. So these are some of my friends, and I've decided to put them on the podcast because this is my last episode, and I can do whatever I want, and because these just happened to be the people I was with today. So um just thought i'd mention that um so these are also people who happen to see our production of west side story and i think they thought it was pretty good from what i've heard so you know you know what i'm about to ask you right oh we know oh yeah guys on the count of three let's say it all together what was was your favorite part and why Wow. That was so awesome, guys. Okay, go ahead, Jack. You have to start. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, I think, obviously, um, it would most certainly be America. Um, <laughs> tell me why. Tell me why. Tell me why. Um, just strictly because of Jillian Parks. I think she really just stole oh. the show, quite frankly. And the rest mm. of the time, uh, when she wasn't on stage, I was just like, why am I here? So, <laughs> uh, so. Um, yes, America, uh, but a very, very, very close second, I would probably say, is Maria. Uh, one. Oh, Manny. 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 Manny, I am very jealous of that man. He's got oh, the Manny. voice of an angel, I can tell you that. And if you didn't get to hear it, you you have are living half a life. Absolutely. Yes. Thankfully, yeah. I am not. Well, thankfully, all of us life. are living yeah. full lives. More, so. Yeah. Josh, you want to go ahead? Yeah. So, my... I have two favorite parts. Of course, my first one is this hilarious joke that um, Jillian Parks told oh. on stage oh. during America. Oh, yeah. It was um, the et cetera uh, joke. Et cetera. As et cetera, a name. As a name. Yes. So funny. What a pretty you, name. You have to be there. You have to be there. Yeah. You have to be there. But it was hilarious. Nothing funnier than that. And then what's your real favorite part? Of the my... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So my my second favorite part of the show was, um, well, I actually worked backstage, so mm-hmm. the whole time. So I saw the whole show from the side, and <laughs> that was quite an experience. I was also working uh, curtains. Mm-hmm. So there's a scene, uh, if you haven't seen the show, at the end of the first act where two of the characters, the main characters, die, mm-hmm. and they have to die in the right place on stage or else... I cannot close the, the curtain. curtain. Up. <laughs> so every time it was like it was like a toss up whether they were going to die in the right place. Mm. And one time they did not, they did not mm. and they died halfway in front of the curtain and halfway behind. And Manny who was also there in that scene like g- picked him up as if he was crying over him but and like scooched him, him over. <laughs> and then we closed the, Lord the curtain. Lord for Manny. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, well, I was going to say America was my favorite number. However, there's some people that thought... You can't blame me that, for having that good stole taste. The, listen. Whatever. <laughs> um, well, I'd have to say that my actual real favorite number was cool, as performed by Jacob Holland. So, woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he's the best, and it's a good song, and he killed it. Killed it. Killed it. 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 Okay, Ginger, now tell us the best part of the show. I know you know it. 
My favorite part was um, when the members of the Jets sang Officer Krupke so because funny. I think the boys in that scene really embodied the characters and I couldn't stop smiling because it was truly hilarious. They're the coolest. It and was the best. we got an extra little bonus feature moment because we got to watch it again. That was the best. And we got to sit in the front row, me and Emma, so we actually got to see it really yeah. well. And I was like, wow, and this is incredible. Because here's a little fun fact, Aruni. Um, I went on stage for America and the music starts playing. And I can't hear it. And I was like, man, either I burst an eardrum or something is wrong. And so I just winged it. And I think we all winged it pretty well. I definitely could not hear the music, though. Um, and then they went on for Officer Krupke and were backstage. And they are just not on the beat. They were either behind or in front of it. And they've never been that way before. Like, they, mm-hmm. they're they're quite good at listening to the music and following along. Um, so we knew something had to be wrong. And then I know someone texted Miss Holland from offstage and was like, yo, what's up with the monitor? And she's like, I don't know. And then intermission came and she's like, okay, it was unplugged. Someone tripped over it. Um, I vote Joshua Lackney. But, um, you know, that's just me. Uh, <laughs> feel free to debate me afterward, Joshua. And then... Uh, so they, they plugged back in. It was all good for the rest of the show. No problem. Um, but because Officer Krupke is such an iconic number and such an important part of the show, and because it's usually like so insanely excellent, um, they did end up recording, re-refilming it for the, um, the film that's coming, the recorded version of it that's coming out. So we got to watch it be re-refilmed, um, full, full audience experience in the very front. And it was a very exciting moment for all of us, I believe, probably. Um, you two saw it twice, right? Jack, did you see it twice? Um, yes and no. So I saw the second. Okay. So, uh, Jillian (laughs) invited me to tech week one of the days and I was able to make it. So I saw the second act one of nights of tech week true oh king okay so yes you guys have a good you guys are pretty familiar with the show but what you're not familiar with is everything that went on backstage (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna tell a few stories and i'm going to ask you what you think happened in the story and i need you to basically fill in the blank and then i'm gonna tell you who is the closest cool like mad libs West Side, Miss Biscuit, Biscuit, West Mad Side. <laughs> so, um, the first story I told a lot of you. So, hopefully, you guys can get this one right. It was a rehearsal day. We rehearsed from nine to three um, every day of the week, from Monday to Saturday, and then actually nine to five from Thursday to Saturday. And then the following week, we had tech week from 5 to 10 every single day. And so I was super exhausted. Um, And I know everybody else was also exhausted. And so we were there for one of the rehearsal days. And there's this move where you wrap your arms around the neck of your partner and they drag you. And my partner, shout out Alex for being the coolest guy ever and the best partner in the whole world. Alex, the sweet boy. We had never done this move before. I actually was not there for the workshop where they taught the dance so i had to like basically learn it on my own um which is expected if you're in a two-week show process um and so we never done the move before and i remember i asked him before and i was like hey are you cool if we do the move this time like just go for it and he was like yeah yeah definitely definitely i don't think he was quite ready because i went to wrap my arms around him and what happened when i did guys what happened give me a guess ginger you peed your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Good guess, Barry. That was Josh, what do you think happened? Mm, he was not prepared mm, for that what, moment. And what do you think happened as a result of that? Jillian on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Jack? Um, well, 
did I pee my pants or was I on the floor? <laughs> Why not both? Why okay. not both? Okay, he says both, Emma. Jillian on the floor. So, day. yeah, exactly. What happened was he fell back. He broke my fall. Ooh. I fell on top of him. We both looked at each other like, what just happened? I look up, video camera into face. He, <laughs> friend Rodney, was filming at that point and he was right on me. And I know he has a video of it. So, Rodney, hey. Hey, if you're listening to this, maybe send me that video, nytantics at gmail.com. I would love to be able to watch it um, and post it on my Instagram just for everyone to watch. Um, but yeah, and I remember I got off stage and I told Alex, I'm like, I'm sorry for squishing you. And he said, yeah, more like squashing me. And I had a moment of humility that humbled me more than most things. Um, so, <laughs> so I did accidentally squash Alex and I am so sorry about that, friend. Um, we never did the move after that and that's okay. You know what? I, I, it, it, everything happens for a reason. Fly high, butterfly. Anyway. <laughs> so, we have the same talk every show I'm ever in, which is basically don't talk on the mics. Don't talk on the mics. Mm-hmm. And yep. my dad is talking to us, because my dad directed the show, and he's talking to our uh, the group of teens, and he's saying, guys, we can't be talking during bows. We can't be talking during bows. Because you guys have mics on, and these are supposed to be powerful bows. Someone just died. And so he was making great points. He was making great points. And he ruined all of those great points by by following up with the phrase, how blank. What what word do you think he said? How blank. Give me a guess. Go ahead. Someone give me a guess. How (laughs) D. How D. I'm sorry. No, go I'm ahead. I'm so sorry. I was definitely listening, but can you just say what Justin said one more time? <laughs> he was saying, course. he was saying, guys, someone just died. This is oh. curtain call. You cannot be laughing on the mics. How blank? Do you know, Josh? How disrespectful. Mm, interesting choice. Go ahead. Mm. How fun. How fun. How D. How disrespectful. Go ahead. How can you be laughing? Someone just died. Yes. Okay. He, he actually said, how cheese ball. <laughs> and, and all of I looked at whoever was next. I believe it might have been Jordan Leal. And we looked at each other and we went, whoop. And we like instantly, because we were like in it. We were like, yeah, sorry. We shouldn't have done that. Oh, that's horrible, man. And he said, how cheese ball. And we all went, mm, mm, cheese ball. And that's <laughs> a good word for that from moment. From that moment, <laughs> the, that note session devolved um, tremendously. We're going to play a, tr- a little true or false game. <gasps> oh. Are you guys ready for this? Okay. Sorry. This was something that happened when I was not there. Mm. I was away in California, road tripping, experiencing the beautiful world. And there were workshops that happened while I wasn't there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> while they were workshopping, the boys worked up a sweat. They worked up a sweat, indeed. Um, and so, because of this day my father had to give a very long spiel to the cast. It was basically like, if you smell bad, I'm telling you and making you change shirts. Like, you cannot smell bad in this show. It was, it was a huge deal, and everyone <laughs> knew the rules. And actually, everyone followed along pretty well. Kids who I've never, who have never smelled good before, I was like, you are pleasant to be around, um, which was so exciting. And I didn't know about this until the first day of rehearsal. I walk up to the doors of Freedom, and I'm talking to my father, and I'm like, why do you have a box full of deodorant and t-shirts and he's like because kids are smelling bad and miss katrala walks up and she said yeah the workshop room smelled like blank what word did she use guys b-o b-o okay fart 
<laughs> okay, go ahead, Josh. Cheese balls. Cheese balls. That's good. Call back. Go ahead. A raccoon in a trash can. A raccoon in a trash can. The word was poison. Oh. <laughs> she said it smelled like poison. And I and I, I, I died a little bit. Um, did you just hee 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 over my words? <laughs> no. Um, and I thought that was... The, and so from then on, I think everyone wore, de- wore deodorant. Except for me and Liberty, obviously, because we're immune to the rules and no one's going to tell us we smell bad. Um, so we actually just showed up stanking. We rubbed tuna in our armpits before we came. Yeah, we literally did. On purpose. It's like a gift. Wow. No. <laughs> Girl, you are not speaking into a mic. I uh, know. I didn't know if you wanted this on Yeah, the I podcast. always wanted it. Uh, Jillian's so stinky. Wait, what? After the show. How what? stinky is she? Super! <laughs> playing our own mad side right now <laughs> mad side anyway <laughs> Man. and then i have a i have a bonus story just basically a little baby shout out to manny because mm-hmm. we had we have um we have theme days we have theme days um for our tech week that by the way if i'm remembered for anything please let it be that i started those back in grim just fyi um but this one got started and we had our theme days, and our theme day for Tuesday was twin day. We were twinning. Y'all, we were going to twin with someone. And I asked Jordan Leal, I said, okay, what are we dressing up as? And she said, someone already asked me. And I said, oh, okay, plan B. I asked Manny, I said, what are we twinning as? He said, I have a Hulk costume. And I said, in what world do you think I have a Hulk costume? He said, just wear a muscle, shoot, a muscle suit. And I said, okay. My dad had one, because um, costume boy. And so I wore the muscle sh- suit. Wow, I want to say muscle shoot so bad. Um, muscle suit. I wore a green t-shirt over top, a little Hulk hand, and some green shorts. Manny in full Hulk garb. And we were twinning wonderfully. And Manny wow. thought it would be a great idea to chase Liberty in his Hulk costume all around the back stage and i have a video of it if and actually i'll post it on the nyt instagram that will be the video that i post for our little uh episode announcement of him just chasing her into the green room and her screaming bloody murder as if it is the actual hulk (laughs) as if it's not manny five foot eight manny running around in his nine i don't know how tall he i don't know how heights work guys um but he's not hulk i mean he could be actually i don't know who am i to speak who am I to talk? He might be Hulk. Wow. I never even thought of it that time way. To be alive. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. So, do you guys have any final West Side story thoughts to share before I we close Mario. this out? I'm cutting this out. <laughs> <laughs> any other thoughts? I thought it was phenomenal. That's good. It was so fun and fresh. Especially for only doing it in two weeks. Absolutely. Incredible. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Yeah, I I agree. I just think it it was really impressive that they did it in such a short time. So true. That's the amount of time that we pulled together, you know, uh, uh, like teen camp. Mm -hmm. And and they did like a whole production. Wild. Really good. Jack? Yeah. You know, um, I'll just echo what they said. It was really good. It was one of those shows that really made me miss theater. It was like, wow, I just missed something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, they're alumni shows. So all my NYT alumni, Jack and Josh, you can show up next year. We could. You're right. We Maybe could. we should. You guys could pull Maybe. up. I mean, we'll talk I'm not about making you. You guys aren't alumni, so we'll start our own theater company. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to cut that out? Also, yes. they didn't say it in the mic. Also, I just wanted to shout out the choreographer. Stunning. I was falling in oh, love. Justin Ray and um, Erica Gallegos mm-hmm. were. It was incredible. I was falling in love. Most with talented human being. It was stellar. Stellar. You had goosebumps. We had goosebumps. Anyone else from the show you guys want to give a little shout out to? Any characters that you like were like, oh. Jordan. Oh, 
Oh, Gavin? Gavin, I'm in love with you, Gavin. You did so oh good. Gosh. Wait, me too, me too, me too. Emma and Ginger, shout out to you. Stunning oh. job, Gavin. Gavin Cabote. We love uh, you so You already much. know this, but you got big fans over here. Super big fans. The biggest fans ever. Super duper hard eyes. Yay. Yep. Josh, you want to give any shout outs? Mm. Um, well, I, I would say that uh, the riff... Brent, um, that's br- brother. Yeah, Brent. Brothers, the the Kabodis are getting brother. are getting shouted out. He really yeah. stood out. I mean, he he was his character through and through. Never saw him uh, do a make an acting choice that seems. He never do a bud. He never do a bud. <laughs> he never saw him make an acting choice that I thought you know took me out of the show or or made me think you know he's not he doesn't believe himself yeah. or anything like that so yeah jack any shout outs from you i mean i don't know everyone just did so good oh wow that's not what i asked uh, <laughs> wow i mean i don't know the first person that comes to mind was joshua lackney actually oh, love josh lack yeah i, oh, yeah, I don't know great. i've just seen a lot of growth from him over the past years and i, know, I think that he boy. did did He's really moving good. away from us, though. Really? Where is he going? Can I uh, tell him where he is so I can slap him? In the face? He's Preferably. here right now. I mean, I... Here. Well, actually, yeah. we're on our way to your house right now. We are living Josh, in your we're walls. For you. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> Don't put that in. <laughs> I want to shout out um, whoever played Rosalia. She was like... Oh, wow. She, the way she just said San Juan just really spoke... Cut this out. <laughs> In that pink dress? Are you kidding me? She was serving up on that stage. Not San Juan. Thanks, guys. Actually, before we go on to our next segment, I want everyone to just give me in unison a nice little San Juan. Okay? One, two, three. San Juan! Not again. No! No! No, Kronk. Not again. No. This is our final segment of our final episode of NYT Antics. So, thank you for tuning into this episode and to all the episodes that have come before. Me and my father are going to close out my NYT Antics season with, with memories, recaps, if you will, of our best NYT Antics moments. I think we should start with the first one, which was the, the original recording of the song. The wow. actual commissioning of the song in YT. Yes, I told them to do it the night before my first episode, and they <laughs> did it. And they sent it over in a timely fashion. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. I will be forever grateful for our beautiful theme song. Um, you guys should be too. So that's you guys, can you guys recreate it real quick live? Yeah. Well, they were going to do it as a closing. Out. Oh, so don't do it yet. Hold Sorry. on. Just no. keep practicing. Save the mm-hmm. best for last. Keep practicing. And mm-hmm. then... What, what, what Were there you, any? Well, the the I remember best Logan, memory, the Logan memory coming in late was awesome. Oh yeah, who could forget that? Um, actually, I already forgot. He came late. He showed up and he was standing in the front yard, and uh, this oh. was back when we podcasted <laughs> from the attic space. Yeah. And so we looked out the window. We're like, oh my gosh, Logan's standing in the front yard. Yeah. And so oh, we're like, yes. someone go get him, and then you grabbed him, and he came up. Logan, he, this way. He he joined the rest of the the rest of the episode from yeah. there. I remember what I my memories of NYT antics season one or season one, two, and three, is that Ryan Holland always found a way to be in almost every oh, episode. so good. And I love that we as, chose... Especially as Kronk. My yeah. Another favorite memory is the time that we we filmed the podcast in the middle of a director's party. So we filmed the first part, and they're like, guys, they're announcing this, the shows for next season. We were like, right now? And so we had to pause the episode and run in 
we heard them announce the shows and we ran back out and we we're like oh my gosh and now we have the shows for you guys and we instantly oh, told everyone hot off the, the pressure hot, hot off the presses the press, which was really great yeah um another episode i liked having the new people on the newsies podcast nico and mm-hmm. kaylee they yeah. were all fun um we had a nice awesome uh, my favorite episode that we've ever done well <clears throat> i have two favorite episodes the first one is the one that we did um, at Teen Camp with Justin Ray um, and Jacob Major um, and Lisa Morales talking about just like a career in the arts. And yeah, what that, that, was means. A, that was a good series. It was a super good podcast. Um, just a lot of good information. And um, So if you're out there listening right now, why don't you go ahead and post, can they post their favorite moment? Yeah, if you post it on your story, post your favorite. Um, you can either post Memory. your favorite episode, like your favorite episode that you like or your favorite moment from a podcast and tag us and then we will repost you to our story. And, and maybe it. even they even say, hey, what do you want to hear about this coming yeah. season? I what do you want to hear? That. I always do that. No one ever responds. Well, do it this hmm. time and you might win a prize. Hmm, maybe like you win a sticker. prize. <gasps> I will actually personally draw you a picture of yourself and mail it to your oh, house. Oh, that's a pretty good prize. I will. It'll be a self-portrait. And so Neat. if you do that via Instagram or Facebook or whatever, we will. you'll get a prize from Jillian Parks herself. And then when I'm rich and famous, it'll be worth tons of money. It'll be awesome. And um, if everyone could just, in your in the comfort of your own homes, if you could just give some, some applause and some shout-outs to Jillian. She's hosted so well hmm. over the last three Thanks, years. Guys. Yes. So yeah, post your post your congratulations to her and her next next part of her journey as she goes to hillsdale college quite excited um and then the other episode i was talking about that was my second favorite is the one we did with our first sunday group um i think it was nathaniel and gloria and jack and was there someone else on there no just us three yeah and it was it was a really good episode it was very um sentimental and emotional Mm. i'm gonna get to talk to my friends about the way the nyt has shaped and um formed them and the things that it's taught them and the way that it's going to serve them in their futures. Um, that was just a fun one and a nice, um, a nice episode to do with my first Sunday group, um, which hopefully first Sunday will be coming back soon one day cause COVID's over. Yeah. Um, it should come back soon. Hopefully I won't be here to do it, but it'll be cool to see it's someone else. Back. It's coming back. It. Um, yeah. So those are my favorite moments. Dad, do you have any you want to add before we sign out? No, just, just Ryan doing the voice of Kronk. That just was it's just makes it always makes it pretty fun. And, uh, also shout out to, Mr. Holland, he's Ugh. he's produced all of these episodes the for us. Just so um, self, you know, what's the word I'm looking selfless? for? Selfless. So selfless of him to give his time and energy to this and believe in this. So yeah, give your shout outs online to him. Woo! Check out his show. He's got World News Brief. Check it out with Winston R. Holland. Um, it's really informative and really, a new, if you're into news, it's a good good show if you're to into news. listen listen to. Uh, yeah. One thing. It's been a lot of fun. And Jillian, you have been a phenomenal host. Thank you guys you. don't know this, but she does these shows really without any notes in front of her. It's just all in her head. So it's uh, really cool to see her. She definitely has a gift for this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you've done a fabulous job. And it's been a lot of fun. You've made it easy and fun to do. So it's been my pleasure to do it. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'll, I'll keep producing it. Am I, am I going to keep producing the it? The job is still yours as long as you want it. Really? Yeah. I can still, wow. Yeah. I can, well, you I, have to train the next generation, but yes. Okay. Okay. We're hey, always who training knows? the next generation. Maybe, maybe there will be someone besides me that produces this podcast in the future. Maybe mm-hmm. in NYT. Maybe. Maybe. I think it's possible. Not only is the host, next host, but also producer perhaps we'll see what yeah, happens we'll well they see. have to be in nyt if they want to be yeah, part of the show definitely there's, there's, you have to be very well you can't talk you can't sit here and talk about the shows if you're not in them yeah it doesn't work if you don't if you don't like nyt and you're not in nyt you're not yeah. going to be on the podcast i hate nyt antics 
and that then could be another can I be the, podcast. Yeah, you could do an anti NYT antics. I hate NYT. We would antics. love to have a little ed op moment going on. A little bit of conflict, a little bit of spice. Yeah, that would actually boost ratings. Oh yeah. People would be listening to this like crazy, like, oh, does she make any digs? Maybe I did. <laughs> I've been making digs all the time. All right, on that note, let's <laughs> let's <laughs> let's close it out. I wanna oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear the close out. Um we're gonna have our two original um slogan songwriters give us a final NYT antics, and I won't even have to edit it in because they'll be doing it for me. I probably will put it in anyway. But um, we're gonna do a final, a final NYT antics, and then I'm gonna be signing off. You wanna, you wanna go ahead, friends? Go All ahead. Right, well. Do 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 <laughs> do 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 NYT antics. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. And with that, I am retired. NYT.